Hey, what is up, my friends from the internet? It's the Techie Games Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, here with my clapping co-host, Leo. <laughs> clapping? Is that a compliment? I'm going to take it as a compliment. If, if they heard your, your claps, your clap syncs, they would <laughs> definitely know it's a compliment. They are powerful claps that you're laying down here, yeah, and I but, appreciate it. Yeah, I've been practicing, it. you know? Yeah, I fucking I can tell. I I just asked, are your hands wet when you clap? Because <laughs> there is a snap to those claps that is uh, undeniable. Yeah. Undeniable. Hey, yeah. only the best, you know. I try. I really try and bring it. How you doing today, Leo? How's your Sunday going? That's oh, all right. You know, a little tired, but Sunday, Sunday night, you're always a little tired, right? Yeah, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was fun. Played some games. Yeah. Looking forward to catching up on everything I missed. I was apartment hunting all weekend. So. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if I'd say it's fun or good, but we finally settled on a place. We probably have seen like eight apartments in the past two weekends. Yeah. And, uh, we settled on the first one we saw. Nice. So <laughs> it was all a fucking waste of time. No, it's not a waste. You can't look at it that way. I told her this is the one. Let's just, let's just get let's this just one. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just get this one. Yeah. It was, it was a whole to do. So. No, well, that's exciting. Uh, I look forward to hearing more about it. I'm going to live in Hollywood. Ooh. I don't know if that's a good thing or that's a bad thing. For but you. You're going to be a star. Yeah, I am kind of a fucking superstar. <laughs> but uh, I did figure if I was going to live in L.A., I should, like, yeah. do it. Live in L.A. While, right? Like, yeah. like get live out of the in valley, LA. the hot-ass valley. And, like, I know. Yeah. yeah that's exciting. So get, into this, give it, get into the city. Give it a shot. Uh, you know, one of my favorite Thai restaurants is right next to it, so I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Uh, yeah, there's some good things on the horizon, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. But, uh, you know, other than apartment hunting and, and your wonderful pizza-filled weekend, uh, <laughs> did you get a chance to play any games? Yeah, I did. Uh, so my nephew visited this weekend, which was sort of a fun experience. He's, he's like an early teenager, so we had some fun playing some games. It was an interesting perspective. He plays games, but he has a pretty limited selection. So I thought it'd be fun while he was here to kind of try and broaden his horizons a little bit. I had him play Mario Galaxy for a little bit. That was fun. Um, Did he like it? Yeah, he liked it. It was very different than the games he's used to playing. So it was like, uh, it was interesting. I watched him try and kind of wrap his head around the 3D platformer kind of thing. I played, I played a little Mario Galaxy this week on, you know, I just downloaded Dolphin. And oh, yeah. like, I was like, oh, I should play, I should, you know, people are all hype on Mario Galaxy right now. Yep. And uh, I remember it's a great game. And I will say, like right off the bat, I was like, "This is this is this camera is kind of hard to deal with, right? Like, <laughs> uh, not like it's bad, but it definitely like switches you up a lot of times. Where you're like, oh, I wish I could just keep flipping this thing around behind yeah. me or whatever. Um, but you know, it's it's still. I think it's I think it's a beautiful game. I think the the visually, it's like stunning. Still, I, I agree. I think it's quite extraordinary. Like, I, yeah, I've been playing. We actually played a fair amount. I. I beat bowser got 60 stars and i was really again i'm a little biased but i was pretty blown away by it overall it's just like damn this game's good like it's so you, polished and so sort of focused and it really does what i like in mario where it, i think i talked about this last week but where it really just is like there's a small little contained super polished super like tight area and just do that you know mm, yeah yeah i do like that the zones are relatively like just finish this area you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, like, they're like here it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks so good. And you are, you are biased because you are the number one Mario fan. <laughs> you do understand that Mario is far greater than a certain uh, Sega mascot game. That doesn't need to be discussed. Yeah, I mean, the 3D ones, without a doubt. The 3D Mario games are the shit. 
I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to take that brave so are, position. So are the 2D ones, let's be, let's be honest. Yeah, they're good. They're good. So, um. <laughs> what, before we get into this, what like what did your cousin play before he came? Like, what games is he into? Um, I want to know what the kids are doing right now. Yeah, my nephew. He, he plays a lot. Your nephew, him, I'm sorry. Uh, nah, that's all good. I asked him, he says he plays a lot of Terraria. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, he plays a lot of No Man's Sky, which made me laugh. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> he plays a lot of Subnautica. Okay. Which is sort of interesting. I'm seeing a theme here. And he plays Alien vs. Predator, like the 2003 one or whenever, whatever year that was, which was very what hilarious to hear. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I was like, here. okay, cool. I mean, it's a great game. It's just so old. That was a great game, actually. Yeah. So anyways, pretty eclectic taste, but... We played it. We played quite a few games. The other game we played a lot of because I I needed to write about it was Mafia, the definitive mm. edition. Yeah, I saw that. It's. Have I've, you played it? Did you play the original? Do you have any? No, I, I never with played it? Mafia. I am in the dark. I'm ignorant to Mafia. Yeah, I kind of was too. I play. I remember playing the original. You know, way back in the day, a little bit, but not much. Uh, when it came out, it was sort of you know it was dirt, it was a year after GTA Three, so it was sort of in that sea of GTA clones that came out. But its sort of claim to fame was that it, you know, it told a pretty good story. Basically, that was its thing. Is it like they took the story very seriously and really wrote the hell out of it? And uh, the game itself isn't that fun, really. The gameplay is not very good, but the story is really good. And at the time, that really stood out. So what they did is they completely remade it from scratch. Like they rebuilt every asset. They they rebuilt all the character models, the lighting. They even added a bunch of stuff to the gameplay to make it feel not quite so archaic. Um, and it's, I mean, the story is really good. They re-recorded all the VO and, you know, again, they just put, they pull out all the stops to really try and tell a really good mafia crime story and they totally succeed. The story is awesome. It really is. It's, it's very good. It's very compelling and the gameplay is certainly better, but it's still just feels kind of archaic. You know, it feels like even though it looks amazing, the game looks fantastic. You're still doing the thing where it's like, go to this place, shoot everyone leave you know and yeah, like the open yeah. world is beautiful but it's still pretty like basic and uh i don't know it's an interesting i was writing about this earlier it's an interesting sort of combination between very very new and very old at the same time like it feels extremely new and extremely old at once which is it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's just very strange and sort of a uh, interesting kind of amalgamation of old and new that i i certainly found compelling and that i'm glad i beat the story but certainly, without the story, that game would have very little going for it, which is sort of interesting. Yeah, there was definitely an era in games where open world was the novelty. Yeah, totally. You know? And um, and so, like, you would get these, you know, like I think honestly, the first Red Dead Redemption, in a yep. lot of ways, is guilty of this. Where it's a great game, it is, uh, especially for its time, and I think the story is incredible for it. But uh, you know, a lot of the missions, a lot of what you do in that game is very rinse and repeat and not very yep. like, creative or inventive right and you realize like the creative inventive part is the world itself you know yeah um and so uh you know i think probably mafia is a similar it's an open world game right uh yeah sort of but the thing is mafia came out in 2002 so it's even 10 years almost 10 years older than red dead so it was like way early like very yeah. much in the infancy and I think the difference again what it really kind of lean into instead of the kind of gleeful chaos of GTA it's much more like, no, no, we're just going to tell a story with this sort of, like, backdrop. This more, like, functional open-world backdrop instead of the open-world being the thing. Mm. And in some ways, that's cool because, again, the story is much more interesting and intricate and serious. But also, it's just not as fun to play. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's an it's certainly better than it was and it's uh it, it's good. It's easy to recommend it. It's just like I said, you're not going to play it because the open world gameplay is so amazing. You'll play it cuz it looks amazing and the story is really cool. Uh so yeah, it was it was fun. Um I had him play that a little bit and he picked it up very quickly, which was interesting. Did he like it? Was it better than Alien vs. Predator? <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't ask him that directly, but that's a little bit apples to oranges. <laughs> I cannot believe you. I know. I don't know. I, I wish I could ask him why. Like, how did you find that? What? <laughs> I mean, you could have asked him why. You were with him all week. Yeah, I guess like, I didn't think about it. I guess I still could. Yeah, you were definitely... <laughs> that, that opportunity presented itself. <laughs> it sure know? did, and I, I screwed it up. Like when he said, oh, I like playing Alien vs. Predator, you could have said, <laughs> why? Said, why? Yeah. <laughs> how? <laughs> And then I asked him if you saw the shitty movie, and he was like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, cool. <laughs> Good. You get the, you get the best experience. I'm glad to hear it. What a world. Um, what a world. The other game I played that we can talk more about is uh, a, little, a little mobile game you might have heard of. So it's a Chinese mobile game that's taken the entire planet by storm. We talked about uh, it last week. Don't just call it a mobile game, okay? It is. It's a mobile a game. Multi-platform game. You can play it on PC. You can play it on PlayStation. Yeah, you can. You can play it on anything. Well, I played it a lot on my phone, my new my new phone. And uh damn. It's pretty mind boggling, I must say. It's great, right? I really like it. Um I haven't I'm had so a chance to play it a I've lot, but so it's much. it's really good. What I have played is really good. Like I, like remarkably good. And and I, I know we talked about this last week a little bit, but like it looks insane. It looks so good and it runs beautifully on my phone it's I'm, i put it all the way up to ultra and it's running at 60 frames per second and it looks amazing in 60 frames per second like i don't know it's hard to describe it's just so interesting having that running on a phone i'm like god this is incredible like i'm just running around the combat's really pretty good like switching between the characters and all the different elements yeah laying down like the multi-element effects is pretty dope my mic might be good in and out a little bit my dog is uh, climbing all over me. I think someone's lighting fireworks outside. Oh. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like jumping all over me and Poor jumping guy. on the mic. Yeah, he'll be okay. He's strong. <laughs> um, he's a powerful, he's a powerful beast. He'll yeah, be if you guys could see him, he's, he's enormous. One of the biggest dogs yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, he's uh, the heaviest eight pounds I've ever held in my arms. So <laughs> He's very dense. Yeah, he's very dense. He's like mercury. Yeah, exactly. All right. Or he's not very dense. He's, like, he's very big, but weighs little. He's like uh, feathers or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm even saying anymore. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah, I played so much Genshin Impact. Like so much. That's. I think that's pretty much all I played this week. Yeah. And uh, it's a fucking banger, dude. Like I'm way more into it now than I was when we talked about it last week. Yeah. Uh, I still feel and, like I'm kind of in the the. Like I said, I ain't got to play a lot. I've probably only put in like two or three hours, which again, for a mobile game is a lot, but um, I'm super enjoying it. I'm trying to do these challenges where you have to like glide through rings. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's pretty rough. But I'm having fun. I'm trying to get my adventure level up. I don't know. It's pretty mind-boggling. Like, it's really good. It's way better than it has any right to be. The character designs are really good. I mean, I know it's like, a, if you don't like that aesthetic, I totally understand. If you're just like, what the fuck? This is way too anime I totally get it. But for what it is, I think the character designs are really good. Like, who everything who looks really like, interesting. Who doesn't like cute waifus and husbandos? A lot, right? of, a lot of people don't. And I totally get it. But um, That's what I say. <laughs> Fuck those people. But even, like, the voice acting is good. Like, 
it's still kind of annoying and you know can can get into like annoying anime territory from time to time but even that's like way better than any other mobile game i played that's of this type i don't know it's yeah, just I like don't... everything is just way just way elevated to a, a much higher level than anything i've encountered it's pretty interesting i don't like the voice acting but that's not uh because of the like quality of it right yeah. it's definitely everything in that game is very like high quality yeah you know what i mean it like, is you could tell but but it definitely it definitely is a, a breath of the wild uh it's pretty intense how much they just kind of took it and we're like let's just do this but anime and like they, the combat's very different and in some ways it's better i think in terms of like it's just more jrpg as opposed to like action but mm-hmm. uh yeah, I don't know, like, so many aesthetic cues, all the climbing, like, they, they really just took so much, and I still, like I said last week, I really wish they had been a little more creative, just because they clearly put so much effort and work into this game, it's odd that they felt like they needed to just outright steal so much from another game, you know, it's not like they don't, don't have the resources, <laughs> it's not like they don't have the skill or the resources to create something new, so it's a little strange, it's like a bizarre counterpoint to, to, like, the amount of effort and, and polish that's in the rest of the game that so much of it is just basically stolen from another game. It's very odd, but it doesn't make yeah. it less fun. That's for sure. It just makes it less uh, inspired, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the aesthetics definitely very breath of the wild. The climbing is too, but no, it's so uh, much of it is like, I don't know. No, I don't, I you should that. check out some videos like that. It, they literally take the animation. It's like, exactly. It's not, it's not like it's, it definitely crosses the line into almost IP theft, I would say. I don't think that's the Look case. it up, man. <laughs> look up look up some YouTube videos of like comparing. <laughs> like it's the hey. exact same animation. I, I don't know if that's the case, but they take I'm telling you it is too. the case. <laughs> but anyway, I, all, all that to say it's like a if you're going to steal like, you know, steal from the best for sure. I don't agree with you. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you can't not agree with a fact. Yes, Although, yes, actually, you can. If anything, I, if twenty twenty has shown us anything, yeah, I absolutely can. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually curious since you played so much more than me. Like, what? How far are you? Like, do you feel the, the free to play mechanics closing in at all yet, or do you feel like there's a lot more end game, or kind of where are you? Because, like, like I said, I still feel like I'm very early on in it. Yeah, when I initially uh, was playing the game, like the first, I don't know, ten like account levels like i feel like i was always getting wishes like i always had yeah. stuff to roll i was getting new characters and new weapons and stuff i think right now i'm account level like 21 or 22 mm. and uh that definitely is not the case there's definitely characters i want that i can't just like get you know like yeah. uh like the the guy that plays the the bard guy the green guy yeah he's super good like he might be the best in the game right now mm. And he is hard to get. Um, I have not been able to get him yet. Um, a couple other characters. But uh, so that's that part sucks. But I also don't feel like I've been like prohibited from progressing because yeah. I don't have those roles. I've heard that, I, that it's pretty like they don't lock a lot behind roles. It's more like, and you know, again, I'm speaking just from other people's experience. And who knows how much that might change. But um, it seems, yeah, again, it seems like if you're going to do free to play, like this is a pretty friendly way to do it for now at least we'll see you know a lot of times these games will start off very generous and then you know after a year start scaling yeah. back but this developer's pretty pretty well respected <laughs> for that right like they did that other game i forget the name of 
that people yeah, speak and really. Hanoka Impact or whatever yeah, the yeah, other exactly. Impact game. Yeah. What was it called? It's like Honkai or something. I don't know. Honkai. Hon Honokai Third Impact. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Like that game. Which was I think good. I, that was a good mobile game. Actually. Yeah. I seem yeah. to. I remember downloading and being like, "Whoa, this looks like again." I remember being like, "Wow, this looks way better than like any other mobile game." I I couldn't get into it just because of the mechanic again that too many currencies and i just got confused but i do remember even then thinking like this is definitely like way better than most of the competition and well, from what i understand that that game's pretty well liked as far as um the free-to-play stuff is like pretty nicely implemented and it's been supported for a long time so who, who knows they seem like a company that's doing doing right we'll see though well this game seems very similar to that game in combat right i think that's kind of why i'm like oh it's not a total rip because it the universe yes is very breath of the wild right like i agree with that but uh it is kind of still the previous game type kind of transplanted into like this more this kind of breath yeah. of the wild-esque fantasy world you know uh but you know, it's it's still that kind of mash out combos, yeah. swap characters. Yeah, I think the combat's um, very different. For sure. Stack specials, right? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thing. So you know, it is. I guess that's kind of where I come from. I'm like, oh no, it's still kind of the same. It's still the games they make. It's just it's just got this veneer on it. And I feel like a lot of that's a lot of that's because one, some of them are good ideas, but also like it's such powerful marketing for everyone to call it the breath of the wild clone. No, you know totally. I, mean? I think like, a lot about that too. I'm like, I wonder how much of this was intentional as far as like, ah, oh, well it's a breath of the wild clone. People are like, Hey, that's like the best game that came out last year, like the last 10 yeah. years. I'm so that, a right? free, a free breath of the wild clone. Like, okay. Yeah. Again, it's not a bad thing at all. But yeah, I've never like struggled to do like my dailies or whatever. Like, you know, haven't been able to progress the story because I didn't have a, strong enough character right mm -hmm. or anything anything of that sort uh you know some of the stuff takes a little longer i guess like um if you don't have like the best team or uh the cutest waifus or whatever you're gonna do <laughs> but uh, you know there's more to the game i guess i mean for some people you know me like i'm all about the aesthetic so yeah uh <laughs> but the thing about that game and i think what's it's honestly kind of the fairest thing about it is that roles are super expensive yeah right like uh in the grand scheme of things like uh like a 10 roll which you should always roll in tens like don't do your singular rolls uh, that's good to know um i don't know why something with the odds are better if you do 10 or like save them up but um yeah like 10 rolls is like 20 dollars right so um Damn, yeah, that's it's like crazy. two dollars yeah it's like two dollars a roll because honestly, I probably would have spent money already if I was like, I'm not putting 20 bucks in to get nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because you know you're going to roll and it's going to be jack shit. And you're going to be like, fuck, man. Uh, it's like gambling. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, it's that same feeling of like, maybe. Uh. It's gambling with way worse odds. And and you right? don't actually win anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you win you it. Actually... Yeah, I'm not trying to like, you know what I mean, though. It's like, a, it's worse than gambling in a lot of ways. <laughs> But and the thing is, if you gamble, right? Like, yeah, the odds of hitting a jackpot pot when you gamble are very low, but the odds of winning a little bit of money are pretty decent. Yeah, like breaking right? even, maybe breaking even or making you know you bet a hundred bucks, you make twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, that could happen. That's not like uncommon. The problem with gambling on like gotcha games is the twenty bucks, the twenty buck wins in this game are worthless, right? Like, like only jackpots feel good. Everything else is like more trash, more trash, yeah. you know? So it's like, uh, it's even worse in that respect where it's like, it's like nothing else has, any, like breaking even doesn't mean anything. Like there's no other prize worth anything. So 
which isn't true. You do use like duplicates and stuff um, of characters, especially are good to get, but um, it doesn't feel nearly as good as getting uh, like a, a good character. So the one you want, that's the problem too, is like you want a character of like five star rarity, but there's, you know, four other five star characters on this role. And they all have a super hot, low chance. So it's like, even yeah. if you do luck out and get a five-star character, it's like, that's not even the one I wanted. So the part, it's cool, but yeah, whatever. No, totally. Yeah, the part I don't understand is why they don't also sell characters. Like, because I I'd be, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to spend money on this game. Maybe do like the $5 like thing, you know? Just I did like, the $5 thing. Yeah, I yeah. could see doing that. Like just aid it, you know, throw them some money. Not that they need it. But like, yeah, if the game is really good, I'll, five bucks is nothing. You know, I'm happy to and do by that. The, by the end of the month, if you log in every day, you'll get yeah, basically exactly. 20 rolls that out of it, That right? seems fair. So, but what I don't yeah. understand is, like, I'd be much more happy to give them 10 bucks or 15 bucks for a guaranteed character, right? Like, why can't they do both? That's the part I don't understand. Like, do you think they'd lose money by, by also yeah. offering the ability to buy? But I will never spend money gambling, but I would totally buy a five-star character for 10 bucks. I don't understand why they don't offer both. I'm sure I there's a the, reason, but it just I seems... I think the math just makes sense that the, you know, the if... If 30% of the people would spend money and buy the character for $10, the 2% of people that will spend, you know, $600 to get that character, yeah. like, no, earn yeah, of more money, right? Yeah, you know, because they'll do it for every character. Like, they'll just yeah. continually be like, here's another 100 bucks. Here's another. Like, they'll just yeah, what are they called? The, wh- the, the whales? In. The whales. Yeah. They'll keep pumping money in. Whereas people like you may buy one character and move on, you know? Yeah. But uh, now I'm so not going to buy any characters. Yeah, so but they don't really need to satisfy you. They don't care what? if you do or don't. What do you right? mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's that the truth. Hurts. That hurts. That's the truth, man. <laughs> um But yeah, I have been really enjoying that game. Yeah. Um like it you know, I guess we can skip what I've been playing this week because it's Genshin Impact. Um <laughs> uh, it really has kind of taken over all my other gaming. I played a little bit of Warzone, but yeah. Legitimately it's all been Genshin Impact. That's awesome. Yeah. Um the weird thing is, and I guess we'll do this news story before we take a break. Uh, so Genshin Impact censored the words Hong Kong and Taiwan yeah. in in-game chat this week. Uh, and I guess this is a common thing in all Chinese games. Yeah, like, it like is. They just, this is just how they roll. Yep. Uh, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really going to have a, a, a huge take on it, but... Uh, definitely tells you a lot about China. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Kind of gets back to what we were talking about last week, where we were talking about like, yeah, I can't wait to see like the creativity of the you know Chinese developers unleashed on the world. You know, I'm really excited for that, and I still am. But this is exactly the kind of thing where it's all going to be filtered through a very particular lens, which isn't to say nothing good can't come out. Like this game's good, and I'm happy it was released. But this mm-hmm. is an example of like, yeah, it's not like they chose to do it because the Chinese because they want to, you know, because they believe it necessarily. But it's the law. Right? It's yeah. like it's a law. It's like in Germany you can't have swastikas. It's a law. It's not like a creative choice. And we forget here where we can pretty much do whatever the hell we want as far as this sort of thing. Um that yeah, they can't they can't put that in there. So people are giving them a hard time about it, like, well, I'm not gonna support that game. And it's like fair enough, but uh yeah, just recognize that it wasn't their choice, probably. I don't think they've made a statement on it, I don't think they're allowed to. But it's not like yeah, it's not like they hate Taiwan, so that's why they took it out. It's the law. They're a Chinese company, and yeah, that's how it works, from what I understand. So, it, it was interesting that people were outraged just because I'm like, "What the hell did you expect? It's a Chinese company. This is what they do." Yeah, I mean, this story I got off GameIndustry.biz. Uh, 
basically doesn't go too deep into it other than saying that you know uh the dev uh is really just they're just following the rule yeah, like exactly. they don't this isn't a personal like oh we fucking get these people out of here it's just like this is the law so we just did it yeah you know of course uh, but yeah i mean you know people really uh are quick to forget like how how many freedoms we enjoy here in the united states and uh and i think that's a shame because we really do and uh, things like this are clear reminders right of like uh how other parts of the world really don't share in yeah. uh that kind of free expression i mean even like like you said like swastikas in germany like they have their reasons for it right and i, I maybe they're understandable maybe they're right but you know uh there's nothing like that in the United States. Yeah, imagine you know if like I mean? imagine if in Call of Duty you couldn't say like fuck Trump or fuck the army or fuck the military, you know? Like if it were ble- well, bleeped out, everyone would just lose their shit and rightfully so. It would just be interesting. Imagine if on Twitter you couldn't say fuck Trump. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like yeah. you know, games and you know, that's what I mean. These aren't just games rules. So yeah. that's kind of what, you know, the the bigger Yeah, that's issue true. That's here, a good point. right? Like uh these aren't like no, you can't do this in games. It's like you can't do this you in the culture. It. Right, like yeah. you can't say it out loud at the mall, you can't uh post it on Weibo or Twitter or whatever you're using in your specific yeah. country, right? Like, uh, like these are repressed ideas, and uh, you know, it's uh, we enjoy a, a lifestyle without those things here, and I think yeah. that's uh, important to remember. Yeah, we have other uh, issues, but for sure, I agree. I, I think this is a it to your point about like people take it for granted where it's like, well, this is outrageous, and it's like, yeah, I agree, it is. I just think people are. The reason they're outrageous is because they forgot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not because it's outrageous. I mean, not because it's new or terribly surprising. It's because people, I think, sometimes forget that, like, oh yeah, China is a very different place. Yeah, and you know, don't get me wrong. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think there's there's a perfect like system. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah, don't think course. the way we do it is definitely the right way. You know, I think it's funny. I think we. In America, in a lot of ways, we, like, idolize, like, Japanese, like, cleanliness and safety and, you know, all the all of the benefits that come with the fact that they're a, a highly authoritarian, yeah. uh, you know, highly, like, unsegregated, like, racially yeah. homogenous society, right? Like, there, there are benefits to, like, those kind of dark ideas, right, that we try to avoid here. Uh, well yeah and other uh, countries always try and like copy each other right like they analyze things about us and like it's just funny it's like yeah to your point there's no perfect system but this is such an interesting insight into like what we're talking about last week which is yeah there will be creative uh differences not even creative is not the word but like practical differences from art coming out of china versus here and i think in some ways that'll be a strength and it'll be different and that'll be interesting And, and it's a different perspective which is valuable but it will be a perspective that's been approved by the CCP, which is, again, not to say has no value, but certainly it's just a very different set of standards. Yeah, I mean, I think the benefit is as these things grow, as they make more money, right? Like, um, you know, we'll see uh, we'll see the fact that they, they, they'll see the profit in, um, in more diverse expression, right? Yeah. Like, I think, I think money always talks, right? And if, uh, if kind of letting people say ideas that are, you know, maybe not out of line with, you know, the... Like the word, the, like the word Taiwan? <laughs> yeah, like the word Taiwan, right? <laughs> um, things that... Uh, so, the the law is they can't have anything that contains or threatens China's national unity. Right. Right? So, you know, 
maybe if if it if it makes them money, they'll be a little more lenient in, in their definition of threatens the unity. Yeah, they'll be like right? suddenly we feel Hopefully. much more united with these yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. Hopeful, but uh, you know, with all that being said. I'm playing a shitload of Genshin Impact. Yeah, no, right? totally. I'm, Absolutely. I'm a shill for the uh, Chinese government, and I'm sorry, people. Yeah. I'm sorry, America. I've let you down. Sorry, Taiwan. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. I'm sorry, Taiwan. I have de- In Hong Kong, uh, you guys are Gs. I, I, I really let you down, too. I feel bad. <laughs> All right. Let's take, a, let's take a quick break before we get into the rest of these stories. All right. We're back, Leo. Did you have a, a good break? Did you say any... Uh, unnameable countries maybe during <laughs> I the break. I couldn't tell you if I did, could I? I mean, you could. we could make up like, nicknames for them. I was actually kind of scared because it's so windy and stormy outside. I was hearing the wind blast against Is the it? glass. It's kind of scary. I don't know if you guys can hear it. You got the dog. You got the wind. It's just, you know, it's an exciting Sunday night. I'm so jealous. It was hot here today. <laughs> yeah, it's been raining all day. It's awesome. You know, it's funny. We had like one day where it was like, "Oh, fall's finally here!" Like it's cool and yeah, it's a little, little overcast. It's all like, turning around finally. Yeah, finally, it's break. The summer is breaking, and that uh, nah, came back. Today was super hot. <laughs> uh, all right, so a couple more stories we got today. This one is a, a shocker and a heartbreaker, Ooh. and I just don't know what to say about it. Oh no. Uh, yeah, troubled Amazon shooter Crucible is shutting down. Oh, it's rough. Who could have seen it? Who could have seen it coming? You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I it don't was, know. It made such a huge splash in like the public, you know, eye, and <laughs> everyone was just I, talking about it for so long. I don't know anybody with the foresight when this game launched <laughs> to know that it wasn't going to make it. But uh, we should, know. yeah, we should say like that team got completely absorbed by whatever team, the other game that Amazon's working on, the, the yeah, MMO. New World, yeah. So it's you know, I'm sure some people lost their jobs, so you know that sucks. But uh, Sh- should have made just, a better game, yeah. I mean, right? But it, <laughs> I mean, it is a <laughs> It is interesting. That what was funny was reading like the the you know the PR response from whoever it was. I don't know their PR manager. We're just saying like. You know, they phrase it. I, I love reading those because it was phrased it so delicately and carefully, you know. But they basically said, like, you know, thank you so much to all the fans. And I was like, okay. All your feedback was so appreciated, but we just don't see a path forward for this game. And it was just like, dude, it's because nobody played it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? it's really quite simple. It sucked and no one liked it. And your marketing, well, there was none. When I got laid off from Newegg, I definitely wasn't like, how could this be? We did so well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like at some point you have to be understanding of the fact that we have failed as a team. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, maybe the cuts that are making aren't appropriate, but they're cuts that are going to be made. Yeah. You know, like and at I, some yeah, point. I'm sure when, when, yeah, when Crucible came out the next day, they weren't like, hell, you know, they know. Of course they know. They're not stupid. Yeah, they were all on Indeed, like by yeah, week two. For sure. Like, be- <laughs> Like, yeah, for one, deleting Crucible off their resume, so no one knew they worked on it. Yeah, like, uh, so what were you doing there here? Oh, I was unemployed. Really? Because yeah, yeah, it says here you I worked it. Work. No, no, no. I was unemployed. Yeah, I didn't do. I, I didn't was doing drugs. Uh, yeah, I swear. I, I swear. I didn't work on Crucible. I was in prison. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was in prison for uh, embezzlement. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't working I on Crucible. My last though, job. That's for I stole sure. for my last job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I killed my boss. <laughs> I definitely was not working on Crucible. Um. Yeah, that was maybe the worst game I've ever... I, mm. Mm. It was certainly probably the worst, like... I mean, the fact that Amazon made it is just so crazy. Like, that was it their was, big foray into gaming. 
it was the worst like like multiplayer release like like big ass it was game w- yeah it was worse than anthem yeah like, at least anthem was you know pretty yeah and you know when anthem had a couple moments you know what i mean like there were yeah. times in anthem where you're like okay like i can see like what yeah. this is what this yeah. is right there's like, like there's glimmer of hope sort yeah, of like thing. flying around is pretty fun and uh, except you run out of jets and then it's like what the fuck is going on uh, but there were things that felt decent in anthem crucible was terrible from like start to finish like it was one of the few games where i was just but like, at least it had is... a great name a very memorable name yeah i don't know how someone thought of the word crucible <laughs> for a multiplayer <laughs> pvp game type uh oh, it's it's a real thinker yeah um, it sucks i mean again you know to all the people, we're tired on it, but man, yeah, what a... We're Carter. That's what I said. <laughs> what if I could... up. We all yeah. fucked up. I was just curious what happened. Like, I don't know, something went terribly wrong there. I hope I hope someone writes a book about it or something, because like, I bet there's some interesting stories in there. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, all right, internet people, like, I understand it's not any one individual that made the decisions. Yeah. No, we know, right? believe me. We're only joking about it because we know, like, yeah, obviously. Uh, we only joke about it because... Well, for one, I've been laid off before, okay? Like, yeah. uh, sometimes when you're part of a sinking ship, you may have swabbed the deck as best as anyone could. Yeah. You're still on a sinking fucking ship. And again, right? you like, know. You know. That's yeah. the thing. I think, like, I can't imagine these are smart people, I assume. When they released Crucible, it's not like they were like, nice, this is this is it. This is going to make my career. Like, they know. It happens. Yeah. It happens to everyone. It sucks. But, like, yeah, of course. they They knew. I promise. Oh. No one was surprised oh. that it didn't do well. Oh, they knew, all right. Um, all right, next story. Uh, if you did get laid off uh, and you happen to be listening to this podcast... Hey, we've all been uh, there. Yeah, ma- yeah, we've all been there. It's fine. Make better games, all right? Work harder <laughs> next time. Uh, so, PS5 backwards compatibility. We got some details. Uh, oh, for finally got some details. We got more like details on what's not going to work. So, Ooh. Sony was like, hey... Why don't we just tell them what's not going to work? I mean, that's and pretty. Like, that does make them look pretty baller. Well, that's a good idea. That's actually a pretty good, good idea. Um, so Sony earlier said, like, Sony's messaging on backwards compatibility has been a nightmare. I agree. It's um, pretty, pretty opaque in a way that yeah, I don't kinda, understand, like, why. It kind of started with that, like, uh, you know, most of the top 100 games or whatever yeah, thing. that was so confusing. That's just so confusing, and then they're like most games. They're like these they're are like the ones that don't. These are the ones that yeah. don't not not work. I'm like, what? So ten games won't work in backwards compatibility. Bloodborne, Last of Us Two, God of War, no, Spider Man. Those, those ones are actually free on PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Now that you like when you say it out loud, you're like, that is actually pretty yeah, cool. That's a lot of you know, goddamn good games. Those are like some really good games. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was talking shit when they announced it, but like in retrospect, if you look at the list, you're like, well, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, So here's what doesn't work. Uh, uh, What is DWVR? I don't know. Dwarver? Oh, yeah, Dwarver. (laughs) Dwarver won't work. That's the one where you get to play as a dwarf. (laughs) R, a type R dwarf, a racing dwarf. (laughs) Uh, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1. Not going to work. I mean, I like Afro Samurai, so it's... Yeah, sure. Not a great name for that game, though. A lot of colons there, but hey. That's a terrible name. Uh, TT Isle of Man Ride on the Edge 2. Is that a gay, is that a gay porno or a motorcycle game? <laughs> why you not, why not both? <laughs> you tell Maybe me. it's a gay snowboarding game. 
let's go through all these. You tell me if they're gay pornos or <laughs> PlayStation 4 games. Uh, just deal with it. That's gay for sure. We sing. Oh, could be either. Could go either way <laughs> on that one. Uh, Shadow Complex Remastered. I think I actually have heard of that, but yeah, I don't know what all... it is. Uh, Robinson's The Journey. That was a PSVR game, I remember. Uh, Hitman Go Definitive Edition. Well, that's weird. I have that like on my phone. Yeah, I have it on my tablet. Yeah. Uh, Shadwen. <laughs> are you just You're like? Not... Are you just saying random vowels yeah. and smashing them? Together? I've actually, I've actually found a website that just <laughs> uh, will pull up syllables yeah. at random and mush them together. Uh, for I got, you. I got Dorver and Shadwen. Yeah, Dorver and Shadwen. I threw those in to trick you. <laughs> and then Joe's Diner also won't work, and that's the oh, ten. What a, so... That's a tragedy. Joe's Diner. So if you were looking to play those, then uh, keep your Keep your PS4. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there's one person out there who saw this list and was like, "God damn it! Those are the only ten games I have. This is so he's, annoying." He streams what are the every day to his fucking to one person. He's like, "Get up! Maybe I could take a break, play some Hitman. Go- oh, I can't! Shit!" He doesn't realize him previewing his own stream is a viewer. Yeah, it's so like he there's always, one guy who loves always, my shit. <laughs> He's always talking to himself like he's his own best friend, and they talk about Dorver all day. Uh, fucking sad sack. That's me. That's actually me. Yeah. Um, I have been there. Wait. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first streamed a few times, I was like, "Oh shit, someone's watching." Oh no, that's my phone. So yeah, it's just, it's just me. Yeah, it's just me previewing. I guess I, yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, so yeah, everyone, uh, get your Dorver so uh, fix. Yeah, because... it's time to upgrade. So does this, I, does that, correct me if I'm wrong, does this actually mean every other PS4 game works except these 10? That's pretty amazing. Every other PS4 game works except for these 10. They're not all going to have, like, upgraded, like, yeah, uncapped frame rates. That's and, fine. I don't yeah. care. Just the fact that, like, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, also on PS5 news, and this one, I I loved, I loved this. I, I'm, I'm actually wearing a PlayStation shirt right now, so I'm definitely a <laughs> shill. No lie, like I bought it at Target yesterday. Um, <laughs> That's really funny. I love the Target sells like PlayStation logo shirts. Do they stuff. sell Xbox shirts? They sell Xbox shirts okay, too. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm gonna buy one just so we don't get accused of being shills. I'm not really a PlayStation buy shirt. One. No, an Xbox shirt. Just buy another PlayStation shirt. To show <laughs> the people. How about this? Phil Spencer, if you're listening, send me an Xbox shirt and I'll wear it. I promise. I'm a, if he sends you an Xbox shirt, I'm buying you two play, PS5 shirts. <laughs> Just to counterbalance. Yeah. Um, so they did this uh, breakdown of the hardware from oh, the PS5. Yeah, that was cool. It's a cool video. It's on the PlayStation blog. So I would suggest if you're interested in the PS5 to check it out. But um, it so for one, the console's huge. It's enormous. Uh, it's the biggest console ever. By like well, a I think pretty this, significant margin. I think this man is very small. No, I know. Uh, but they, re- they released the measurements. I'm not going I'm just to- saying... <laughs> It looks so big in front of this man. No, I agree. He is sort of a smaller fellow, but... And it's not as big as it initially seems looking at it in front of this man, but it is very big. Yeah, no, I, all kidding aside, that is an important distinction. I just like the idea of it. Like, Cause when Why did you choose such a it small looks man? bigger than him, right? It looks bigger than him. Yeah, and he was like the, he's like the co-developer of the of the hardware. Like, you know, he's a pretty high-ranking dude. So it was a cool video. It was very, like, straightforward and very, like, hey, I'm just going to take it apart in front of you. Very, like... Carefully. Yeah, they tear the whole they tear the whole thing down. And and uh, I will say, like, it looked r- relatively easy to do. Not it, that you'd ever really need to, but I always appreciate when they put effort into like, yeah, if you want to take it apart, you can. Yeah, it looks very easy to do. I um, wonder if they'll be releasing faceplates for it, like the 360, because it seemed like taking the size off was extremely easy. 
I kind of doubt it. It just doesn't seem like their style. Yeah. Because they never released like uh like the slide PS4 you can slide off the hard drive slot, right? Like that top left panel, you can just like pop that off and get to the hard drive. Oh yeah. And I've never seen them like release those. Mm. Um but I bet there will be aftermarket ones for sure. Oh, right? yeah, that's like, true. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so basically what we saw, the side panels, they just slide off. You can just pop them both off. Um, there's a mount that switches from vertical to horizontal. Yeah, it seemed, Some people, a, that seemed a little awkward to me. Like the way you have to like unscrew it and like, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's awesome. Really? Interesting. Yeah, like I think it's because I think it's very over-engineered, right? Yeah. And and I kind of like that. Like, I like that the screw has its own little, like, slot, and then you twist it. Yeah. And it, like, hides the screw inside. Uh, Happy, stop. What are you whining about? He doesn't, he's not into the PS5 hardware. He's an now. Xbox kid. We knew it. He is an Xbox kid. I always see him playing uh, Sea of Thieves <laughs> with the other dogs in town. And uh, I've had enough of it. That's going to like a borrow right replay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. I think he's been playing Shadow Complex Remastered because <laughs> uh, he knows that it's not going to be on PS5 backwards compatibility. Yeah, it's the only compelling reason to get an Xbox One X or whatever, yeah. Series X, is so you can play Joe's Diner. But so, yeah, they slide the panels right off, which looks cool. Uh, I thought the, I thought the stand was cool. I, you don't have to agree with me. No, I know. Um, I know. It's more it's more just like um, it sure seems like it's I don't know. I like the idea of just being able to turn on its side, which you can't really do. You have to like do some other steps, and also, where yeah, the but, hell are you going to put something that big? Like, you can't put it inside an entertainment center. Well, I think the idea is that most people's TVs don't actually sit on the TV stand anymore; they're mounted above it, and so you do have, you do in general in my living room. So I've always had a TV stand under a mounted TV, yeah, for all the other boxes. So there is like a big surface, but I agree, it's huge. There's not always going to be a, like a, a comfortable place to put that thing, um, but. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I think I liked it better than the Xbox's idea of like we'll put some nubbins on the side, and if you want to lay it down, you can. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I, I don't it seems think a little more intentional and like thoughtful. I agree with that. Yeah, well, I like that it all seems very bespoke to yeah that system. Right? I agree. As yeah, to, as opposed to like oh, we put some computer fans in it, right? Yeah, like, we like bought an SFF case and just threw in some fans. No, I agree. Yeah. Like the the big ass fans that pull all the way through it, it almost reminds me of like the Nvidia reference cooler for the thirty series, where it's like kind of on both sides and it just pulls air through the whole thing. Yeah. So like once they got the sides off, uh, the M two slot was right there on top. Oh yeah, of, like, one screw. That's badass. Uh, like it literally just, yeah. as far as we know, you just pop it in. Like very simple. Even the PS four Pro hard drive was a little bit. Yeah, you had um, to get like a cage out and like. Yeah, yeah it was, it was easy. I, I did it pretty quickly, but even it's definitely this looks like you literally just pop it in screw it in and and it took different like sizes which is nice the different uh whatever you call them form factors so that was pretty cool like i like that they were uh, at that point he exposed the vacuum ports so you can literally vacuum the dust out of the case which i thought was really cool i assume that's got like a dust collection area right and if you can just give a little suction real quick to yeah pull the dust out of those which i thought was very clever like that's what i mean i agree I love the bespoke nature of all this, that it's all just, like, super engineered. You know what I mean? In a way where I feel like Xbox really just was like, here's a black box. It's got a PC inside. Yeah. But we're calling it an Xbox. Yeah. Um, so from there, uh, they took out the uh, the fan, this, like, hamster wheel giant fan. Yeah. That, like you were just saying, runs uh, completely through the core of this thing, like, from side to side. And it's just going to, like, yeah, hamster wheel out. 
all the air and uh, cooling for it. Um, then he then then he split it open, uh, showed the chipset, um, just a big area and a massive heatsink. Yeah, that right? heatsink like, I think, I think was my biggest takeaway. Like that thing was fucking huge. It like which is good. I mean, it shows they're prioritizing cooling with that and the fan. Like they're not messing around with cooling, which is good. I think. I mean, it shows how. I think they want it to be quiet. Is. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing. They don't want a jet engine anymore. Yeah, that that, they... that giant passive heatsink, though. Like, that was crazy. I was like, whoa, that's a huge-ass heatsink. It just, like, basically covers, it fills, like, the entire console. Yeah, and they're using, um, like, liquid metal yeah. uh, instead of traditional, um, uh, what you call it, the... Uh, thermal interface material. Yeah, yeah, instead of, yeah, regular thermal. Yeah. Uh, which is great. I mean, that stuff works a lot better. You don't see it very much in, um, in this kind of application, right? Because yeah. it's, it's dangerous to apply. You know, I think that's the thing, like, cause it's conductive, right? Most of most thermal interface isn't conductive. Uh, and that's why they use it. But, uh, when they use the liquid metal, it's highly conductive. So if it spills out over the sides, yeah, it'll short your chip. Yep. Right. So that's why people don't use it. But you see it in like super high end overclocking rigs. People will use yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's great that they're using it. I think that the, you know, my takeaway was they have a lot of, like I said before, like bespoke design, really committed to cooling this thing. Yeah. Um, you know, making it run well and uh, quiet. I assume is like their goal is that it's not, it's not crazy loud to run. And uh, I think it's cool, man. I think it looks good. I I really do like the way it looks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fun, man. I thought it was so great to see. I I, yeah. I enjoyed the teardown. I still think it's ugly as hell. In fact, the more I look at it, the uglier I think it is. And the fact that it's so big is a turnoff. And I, I can't help but think that like the second generation PS5 is going to make the first generation look so stupid. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine just like the PS3 Slim versus the ps3 the first generation ps3 the, the yeah, first generation ps3 looks like it's so ugly and huge and i get that vibe from this but it's so kind of like, cool nah it's not cool it's like just... i think the, P- the first gen ps3 sucks but it's also kind of cool in that it's like loud weird. and huge <laughs> no it's just like weird and different you know what i it mean it is like, different I think it is like, I think that's cool. Like, I, what if I saw someone that had an OG PS3 that they, like, used? I'd be like, that's kind of sick. Like, you know, like, in a... Yeah. Like, like, like you're, like, you're, re, like, you're legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I, I hear you. I just keep thinking, like, I, I don't know. The more I see it, the more I'm like, I think I'll wait for the second gen. But who knows? We'll see what the... We'll see. I, I think you've been talking to Phil too much. Because I'm not buying an Xbox either. Let me you're drinking the X. You're drinking the Xbox Kool Aid right now, and uh, I don't like it at all. <laughs> hey, you know what? Different perspectives are important. I did you sell out? You sold out. I, let's let's start. I, let's start accusing each other of selling out. That's that's always I, a good I, conversation. I've been, I've been consistent in my views, and you're waffling over here, <laughs> like fucking. Hey, listen. I'm just trying to keep an open mind. All right. Someone's got to keep an open mind around here. You With your fucking PlayStation shirt, I I see you're, where you stand. You're like Joe Biden talking about Supreme Court nominations. <laughs> all right, your story's changing every time I talk to you. Listen, it's like a complicated to it, okay? topic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're fucking. You've lost it, but uh, I like it. I think it's neat. In a, I think you the, know, I think the video I, was cool. Like, the, I love the idea. The way they just present the information, where they're just like, hey. 
here's our thing. Check it out. Like, I don't know. I, I respect that. I think that Xbox looks so boring. You know, and that's kind of what I like about this. Like, it looks like a cool toy, and that's what I want. You know, like, I don't want a PC. Like, I have a PC. If I wanted a black box with a fucking big fan and, you know, and a GPU, if that was my goal, and it is, I buy a PC because it's (laughs) the best version of that. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more. I I want a fucking dumb Japanese. I want, like, some shit out of like fucking akira you know like <laughs> playstation 5 is anime it you is know what pretty I mean? anime. maybe i guess i just don't like that it reminds me of something from genshin impact oh it dude i could definitely see a ps5 in genshin impact <laughs> now we're talking bro give me those five star ps5 rolls and let's get this shit on the road i I'm bet genshin impact it. will be on ps5 almost certainly almost certainly um that's what i mean i think the ps5 is anime like it's a fun i agree with like, you like goofy it, it uh, i agree I, I do think you're right that it's like it's an interesting combination of like over-engineered like you said and like clearly they thought about it a lot that's why i really like that mark cerny presentation that everyone went off on because it was so like i don't know hardware focused and like straightforward in a way that i found really refreshing maybe that's partly because i'm interested in hardware but like this felt like that too where they're like yeah it looks kind of wacky and i I totally agree with you. I think it's cool they took the risk where they're like yeah this is gonna be different and i think that's awesome i like the color i like that they use white um, I just personally find it hideously ugly, but that's not even some, like their fault. You know what I mean? That's more just like they took a risk. It's not going to work for everyone. It doesn't work. I'm for telling me. you, some Japanese like uh, engineers were talking about like what's the emotion of the PS5? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they were having colorful and conversations they came up with ugly about about the essence of PS5. Yeah, no, I agree. Inner nature and what you know what it can be and. Um, you know, people at Xbox were like, I don't know, how, what card can we cram into it? You know what I yeah. mean? Or like, you know, like they were very um, straightforward about what they wanted to accomplish, where I feel like, you know, Sony was very much like, you know, what's the essence of this? Which I yeah. fucking love. No, I, 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 I love it. I, I hear you. I totally do. I respect it. It just doesn't work for me, the the vibe. But I am curious what second gen will look like. Because you know it's going to be smaller. I like the idea of like a smaller but still white. Um, you know, just more compact, not quite so ugly and wide. I think it'd be cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Yeah, I'm interested too. I mean, I'll tell you that. That's why I already like the discless one better, right? Yeah. Like, I think it looks a lot better yeah, because it is a little slimmer. Um, and I, 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 that's the only one I want to get right now because I think the added bulk of the disc seems looks kind of gross, right? Yeah, yeah it uh, looks like there's like it's sick. Yeah, like, <laughs> it has a tumor. <laughs> Yeah, as much as I said I like the look of the PS5, I do feel like the disc drive ruins some of the visual like uh, for me. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so the last thing I want to talk about, and I actually don't even have like a story to pull up about this because it's kind of old news, but it kind of flared up. Uh, I just want to jump in real quick before we sign off here. Um, so CD Projekt Red mm. and Crunch. This has been kind of bouncing around for a couple weeks. Um, so... The story begins. Jason Trier, as so many man, stories do, <laughs> as so many stories do. Jason Trier, newsman, writes a, a scathing article about uh, CD Projekt Red going back on their word and having—I uh, don't even know if you want to call it crunch—but uh, basically having mandatory six-day work weeks for the last, I think, six weeks leading up to the launch of uh, Cyberpunk. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are 
these are paid days, right? And I think right. you remember that. And also, uh, they all have profit sharing, basically. They all get their bonuses based on uh, a share of the profits of Cyberpunk, right? So, yeah. you know, there is an investment of, I think, these people in the success of this game and when it launches. Uh, but with that aside, mandatory six-day works weeks. It's kind of a scathing article about how they kind of broke their promise and they're forcing crunch. And, um, and there was some pushback online uh, about uh, that article. I mean, a lot of people, it was a, let's just say it was a minefield on both sides. Uh, yeah, of, of course. People um, critical of 3D Project Red, people critical of, uh, of Jason Schreier's article. Uh, what did you think at this point? I think it was a, I've, I'll try and keep it short, but I have a, it's, it's a complicated issue. It is. And I do like reading these things because I, I do like hearing people on both sides. I think most of them are assholes and idiots, of course. But, but even so, it's interesting seeing both perspectives. I think on the one hand, uh, you shouldn't have to crunch straight up. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, you should plan better. And there's really, and I know that sounds so, like, reductive and silly and, like, and I understand that. But at the same time, like, this idea that you have to crunch, I do think it's a myth. Like, you could make the game just as good if you had planned better. That's just true. There's no getting around that. I think that's easier said than done, of course. Um. So I, I think there's merit to that. I think the other side is like, yeah, they're being paid, of course, but also in, where are they? Sweden, right? Poland. Poland. Yeah, I was kind of confused. Um, yeah, they have to pay. So it's not like they're, I'm sure they would anyway, but you know what I mean? It's like they're legally obligated to pay. So it's not like they're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. On the other hand, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like if you're working on something and, and you need to work on it more to get it done. I don't think crunch is unique to video games, first of all. I think it's true for most artistic things. Uh, but at the same... Yeah, I don't know. I can't get over the idea of... I, I don't have a huge amount of pity because it's like, well, then work somewhere else, right? Like, I don't know. But I think there's some truth to that. If you hate it so much, then then find an employer that's more in line with your values. And if that means yeah. zero crunch, I'm sure those places exist. They probably don't pay as much, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's some truth to that. That said, I don't... This idea that crunch is absolutely required does feel like a failing on the side of management like no matter how i think about it it's like yeah they should have have better project managers i just don't see why it has to happen that way no i don't disagree but i mean crunch doesn't have to happen not every game has crunch you know what i mean like it's it's not um you know it's not necessarily like this uh mandatory thing that always happens i do think they worked really hard to try and avoid it right i think six yeah, days I'm sure i think calling six additional days over um what a five year development of a game probably longer than that for this game um calling those six days calling you know 50 hours of work a crunch i think is kind of crazy to me you know what i mean like it's a bit of a it's a bit of a misnomer right because you know it's not like how many times have you done some work on the weekends right yeah, is it yeah, that i have to do a bunch of work right rare? after this is it that rare? Is it because you're the worst manager of your time? Or is it because sometimes you just got to get things done, right? And if I told you, like, uh, you know what? You don't have to do that anymore. But um, six times in the next five years, you might have to do some work on a Saturday. Would you be like, that's fucking unfair. That's poor management. How could you? You know what I mean? You'd be like, well, that's a lot less than I do. You know, like, um, like it's, I, I just feel like it's, so slanted and i think that's what people had a lot of problems with right um the criticism comes from 
a, a, a foregone conclusion, right? Like no one's looking at the what's happening and being like, oh yeah, this looks terrible. They're saying crunch is terrible. Uh, this shouldn't happen. And then they, they, they bring the story in to kind of support that narrative they already have in mind. Right. And I think that's kind of where these kinds of things get, um, uh, insidious, you know, is, uh, where you're really, you're really trying to support a, a narrative, not, uh, not report on what's like happening, right. Or what the reality of the situation is. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. That's a, a fair assessment. I think part of what I take issue with on the other side of that is like, all these whiny people that are like leaping to CD Projekt Red's defense, like they need help. I don't understand this weird like corporate loyalty thing that some people have where it's like, are they trying to convince themselves that CD Projekt Red is the best because otherwise they feel bad buying the game? Or like, I just don't understand why people can't be like, yeah, they, 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 you know, maybe they could have done some things different, like not said what they said, or maybe like the transgender stuff is bullshit. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like CD Projekt Red is now above reproach in this way that I find very distasteful on the other side of that. Like so many people were only getting mad because it's like, Hey, see project red would never do something bad. And it's like, who gives a shit? They're like a giant corporation. that's about to make billions of dollars. Like fucking relax. It's okay yeah, to and- criticize them. That said, like they're not some evil mustache twirling. Like it's the, as usual, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah. And you know, to be fair, by that same logic, I also don't feel bad for the people that are working this crunch. You know yeah. what I mean? No, totally. Like they're, Absolutely. They're, they're well-rewarded people. You know, I think that there was this, you know, someone obviously having a back and forth about this was saying that, you know, the average, uh, the average paper person in Poland is like $5,000, right? And these people make like $100,000 and are, and are about to get like potentially $50,000 bonuses, right? Depending on the split. Uh, based on the sales of this game, right? Like they are extremely wealthy people by Poland standards, right? Like uh, they are well rewarded for their work, and they get to make something cool, right? It's not like it's not like they uh, are doing it for rec- You know, they make something they like, and they are very well rewarded, and they have a stake in the success of it. So it's like, hey man, like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna like cry my eyes out, like you know, like, uh, like worried about their well-being right now. Right. Like, I think they're doing just fine. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's more know? like the precedent issue, right? It's like, yeah. I yeah. Don't know. But I, that's why I don't think there's a precedent, right? Like I, I bet Jason Trier writes on weekends. He tweets on the weekends about his stories. You know what I mean? Like, does he call that crunch? Like if he has to get a story out and he works on the weekend, does he think that he has somehow violated his own sovereignty, right, by doing it? Of course not. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, I think, where it falls apart. And I think, you know, to take this further, what I think why I brought the story this week is uh, Game Informer uh, on their podcast talked about this uh, this issue, right? And they got some statements from people at CD Projekt Red um, basically saying that, you know, it was kind of a group decision. I mean, these were kind of loose statements, right? They Mm -hmm. weren't like, they weren't like written out statements from management saying, you know, this is what happened, but they talked to some people and said, you know, and they were just like, yeah, no one's really that upset. We kind of came to this decision that we all wanted to get this game done. You know, um, at to Jason Schreier, uh, you know what Jason Schreier does, which I kind of, which is terrible. And I've seen him do this so many times is he'll block someone. Yeah. And then quote tweet them, yeah. right? And then screenshot their tweet. Yeah. And then like make a statement about it. 
right? And it really does create this like dogpile effect and also leaves you completely unable to respond in line with what he said, you know, which I think is like high level Twitter, Twitter shitty, right? Like it's a shitty way to interact on that website. And uh, I don't think that's, I think that's undeniable. I think that is uh, like just a hundred percent a shit way to, for one, treat other people in your industry, but two, just treat anybody on Twitter. Right. And, um, and so, you know, he basically said, you know, he posted an email, which I don't think really proves that much. You know what I mean? It just basically was just saying like, oh, we just want everybody to hunker down and work hard for these next six weeks and we'll get it done. And we're on the home stretch or something. Right. Um, and, uh, but yeah, really kind of sent a dog pile over at some of the game informer people and yeah, on their kind of, kind of reporting, which I think is gross. Right. And I think this idea that you're like unwilling you know, I, I just feel like it goes to kind of what I was saying earlier, and maybe my statements earlier were colored by knowing the whole story before I made them, right? But, you know, there's clearly a narrative here, um, and, you know, I just feel like he's unwilling to have that narrative challenged. Yeah, of course. Right? And, um... Or, or and, he's a media genius, because here we are talking about him, like, I, I mean, <laughs> who knows? I think, in a lot of ways, I think he is a media genius, yeah. right? Like, I think, if anything, he took a lot from being part of like Gawker and that media group and um, really cut his teeth learning how to manipulate media in a way yeah. that is um, kind of gross. Gross, but, but effective. Gross welcome welcome effective. to Gawker. <laughs> yeah. And especially kind of positioning himself as kind of the, um, the kind of moral superior, yeah. right. While, um, while participating in media in that way, I think, is like doubly gross, right? Like it's as gross as it gets in some ways with media, but also like the most effective, right? Like, uh, which is also why it's so gross. Yeah. You know? Well, I also, uh, yeah, I don't know. And the whole, the whole, the whole discourse around the whole that I saw, the fairly limited discourse I saw was very irritating on both sides. It was like, some people are like, Jason, why are you, why are you shitting on CD Projekt right now? They can't even enjoy their, their gold release. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, and then the other yeah. side was like, I can't believe CD Project Red is like abusing these these poor employees. I'm like, again, shut up. Like, shut yeah, just, just everyone shut the fuck up. That's why I don't like Twitter. But I, I do think, I, I mean, I do think there are cases of employees abusing the, or employers abusing their employees. I do think that exists. And I think that's not unique to gaming necessarily. Although, I, you know, there are terrible stories of crunch that is pretty, I don't know if it's unethical just because like, you know, it's capitalism as it is what it is, but certainly like pretty reprehensible behavior that is a result of poor management or poorer contracts or, you know, whatever the reason is. Like, I do think there's grievances to be said, like, hey, if you can't get it, if you have to like abuse your employees to get your game out, like you suck. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't and, think know, I that's think... necessarily what's happening here, though. But that's the point is it's like, as with always with these things, there's many layers of complexity and it's not as simple as. Any any employer who says, "Hey, can you work this weekend?" because for whatever reason is not necessarily an abusive like capitalist, you know, Dickensian nightmare man. And the other side is also true, where it's like, yeah. "Hey, there are abusive employers." It's like, yeah, as usual, truth's in the middle. Well, I think there's a level of human nature, you know, involved with the fact that like desirability leads to like the, the manipulation, right? Like, like if you or a job or a person or a product and you are highly desirable, right? Like then, then 
people that want that are prone to be manipulated to get it yeah. right i think that's why you see these gross stories out of hollywood because people want to be actors yep. or musicians uh you know that's why you see these things kind of pop up in these places and i think the problem is that gaming is very desirable like a, it's a desirable career to have yeah and uh you know and it does leave people prone to victimization and yep. I, I i definitely agree with that yep. um and i think that's why i think that's why to me it feels so irresponsible to be like uh here we go again yeah victimized developers yeah. they gotta work six extra days yeah. and they're getting paid for it and they're gonna yeah. give bonus you it's know, just it's that like, thing of like this ain't it you know it's like we always like, talk about it's like these are real issues it's like the epic apple thing like these are real issues yeah. but this is not the conversation this is not this it. Is, this is not what we should be pointing at. There's real problems. Yeah. This is not one of them. There's real problems going on right now, right? Yeah. But it, it's not. They're not surrounding the most anticipated game in probably the last five years, yeah. right? And so you know, all of I shouldn't say all of these. One very uh, one person that seems to want to be our moral compass seems only to want to focus on the things that. Uh, that are hot you well, know yeah, what i mean course. i mean it does yeah i mean that's i'm sure i'm sure that factored in his calculus like of course it's, <laughs> it's his entire calculus yeah, right he's good at his like, job yeah um, I mean, yeah but he's yeah good at his... no i mean i i agree with you i think this is a i mean i don't know though i'd be interested to again as always it'd be cool to talk i'm sure even at cd project red which is not a small team there's probably people who do feel abused and who knows they could be right like maybe they were lied to maybe they have been manipulated and there's probably people on the other side who are like, yeah, it's fine. I'm happy to come in. I don't give a shit. You know, like they're not a, I doubt one person speaks for every employee. Of Have you ever not. had a job where that wasn't the case though? No, that's what I'm saying though. It's like, it's yeah, never that's simple. what I mean. I've never been in a workplace where there weren't like dissenters and, yeah, of course. Uh, and like people that buy in full cloth, yeah, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. And and I'll also like, say, and maybe this is a, a position of privilege, it probably is, but I also say if I felt like I was being abused by my employer, I would immediately leave. Yeah. <laughs> and go somewhere will, else where I would not feel abused. Like Yeah. And I will say this, if you work at C D Project Red in Poland, you are like a member of like the most probably prestigious or one of the most prestigious, you know, gaming dev teams in the world right now. Yeah. Right? Like the fact that you if you think you are trapped, right? Like, I think that's a misnomer. Um, you know, I just think that the privilege is so high, right? I think the privilege of the product you make, the privilege of the money you make, right? Like, it's all it's all gravy. That's why it's just so hard to be sympathetic over what's being asked of them, right? It is definitely not uh, uh, an unreasonable request, right? And if you don't want to work Saturdays and... I guess, you know, like, I don't know what to tell you, man, right? Sometimes you got to work on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have to. I I mean, I, in a dream world, I guess, right? But <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, isn't that the point, though? Is, like, arguing for, hey, a five-hour, five-day work week, we make it sound like that's impossible, but it's not. Well, but that's, yeah, for sure. But you could extrapolate that to anything. Absolutely. Right? No, like, totally. I guess I just mean it's easy to, I don't know, it's easy to lose perspective in all directions as with most complex issues like agreed agreed uh, but but uh, one thing i do want to make very clear is we always talk about crunch but like it's unique to games it's not at all it's true in yeah. probably every industry but any creative industry like i'm sure television shows you know on the last week of filming guess what i bet everyone's fucking crunching constantly you never hear about that though like yeah and that's not to belittle it but that's my point is it's not this is 
people are seeming to talk about it like it's unique to gaming, and I don't think it is at all. Do you know who Nakey Jakey is? No. Uh, he makes YouTube videos. They're pretty good. He made one that said about why, uh, why like Last of Us Two design is outdated, which is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it makes sense, right? Like it's not as inflammatory as the uh, as the you know the the headline makes it seem. But uh, it I just bring this up because it's something you said. But he made a video called like why why high school doesn't matter, <laughs> and his whole premise is basically like the first thing you need to know if you're in high school right now is that the world doesn't fucking owe you anything, yeah. right? And you know I think that's just kind of my takeaway from all this, right? Is I feel like uh, people approach these things as like no people should be able to have this, and it's like the world will let you die. Right, like the world will spit you out, and you know, I think it is great to want like more comfort for people and uh, you know, a, a better life for people. And I think we should protect those things, especially when it's egregious, right? Um, but like, like you said, this ain't this ain't it, right? Like, you know, I think these people are well well taken care of. The world doesn't owe them anything, and uh, it seems like they're pretty happy. You know what I mean? I have not seen. Uh, this isn't Riot Games, right? I have not seen Outcry and like sit-ins at the office, and you know what I mean about uh, about this reporting, like they did with Cecilia's reporting, which was also like very good. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. agree. I, yeah. I, yeah, I wish I could talk to someone who actually works there, just because they'd have a more, in, you know, interesting perspective probably than either of us do. But it'd be like, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I guess all of this to say, you know, it's a very complicated topic. One that I'm sure we'll sure we'll continue talking about as those conversations continue to happen. I think it's a simple topic. I don't think we've pusses. I don't think we're <laughs> pusses. And Jason's manipulating these people to. <laughs> I was about to say I don't think we've solved it. Solved it, but and, I guess maybe maybe you have. And pile on to people that he doesn't agree with. I think he blocked me on Twitter. And I don't think I've ever talked to him. I mean, I would block you on Twitter if I was Jason Schreier. You should block me on Twitter anyway. <laughs> I can't. Then I won't know what I'll, you're up to. All I post is Final Fantasy memes. <laughs> I know. I, I would never I like block that. Of, and I like a bunch of e-girl photos. So if you get, you want to keep those coming. Don't block me. <laughs> yeah, I want a curated Tony feed. Have you seen VTubers yet? What do you mean? VTubers. It's like the biggest thing right now. Virtual Oh, yeah, YouTube. yeah. Of course. I just like I just stumbled into them, bro. It's real shit. I might, I might be down for some V. It's like anime, but it's like real. <laughs> or like not real, but like... <laughs> Like, that's about as far from word? real as you could get i'd say what's the word i'm looking for though like real-time anime <laughs> you know like you could like tip them like hey anime girl they're like they're like kawaii they're like, they're like Tony <laughs> i guess i guess we won't be recording next week because tony discovered v tubers we're gonna do a vtube show next week i'm down that would it's actually be, be kind of fun this would be super kawaii <laughs> Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Because I have uh, said enough. I pretty much ruined. <laughs> yeah, hopefully no one listens to this prospects. Um, no, I gotta go crunch. You know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta work this weekend. So I do. I, have, I literally have to go do like two hours of work right now. Let's see if Jason Shire will write a fucking article about something. You. <laughs> tells me he won't. Yeah, I know he won't. <laughs> um, all right, Leo. I love you. Thank you so much for joining yeah, of me. Of course. Uh, for my pleasure. For this time. Uh, listeners, I love you too. Not as much as Leo, but I love you a little bit. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Take out podcast at gmail.com. You can send me uh, letters. Tell me how much you hate me. Um, I'd <laughs> block, love to block hear him it. on Twitter. 
Yeah. Uh, Tech Yeah Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. TechYeahPodcast.com is the website. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Go and play some games. <laughs>